2: Welcome! In the Lore of the Rings podcast, we wander the world of J.R.R. Tolkien by exploring the foundational epic stories from the deep past of Middle-earth. If you enjoyed Tolkien's books, or maybe Peter Jackson's movies, or perhaps you're excited for Amazon Studios' new series, The Rings of Power, and you want to dive deeper into the rich world of Middle-earth, then listen and subscribe. Valko fellow wanderers! So we've seen two hours of a reported 50-hour series once all five planned seasons of Rings of Power have been released. I want to make some wildly assumptive predictions, based on what we've seen so far, for what the showrunners have planned for the five seasons of Rings of Power. For reference, I'm looking at a chart of dates that Tolkien wrote in Appendix B to Return of the King. This chart is titled The Tale of Years, and is packed with information. It's a good read if you want to read the book that the show seems to be based on. As a side note, that's what my mom and dad kept saying after the first two episodes. I just need to go back and read the book. I responded by saying... Uh, there's really no book for this. But I think the Tale of Years in Appendix B is as close as you can get. Also, Karen Wynn Fonstadt's book, The Atlas of Middle-Earth, is an additional fantastic resource, especially pages 42 through 47. On to my predictions for the Rings of Power story arc over all five seasons. Season 1 will culminate in Elrond and Durin successfully building the Great Forge that Celebrimbor needs to be completed by spring. Why by spring? We're not really told. We'll be introduced to Numenor, and maybe we'll be introduced to Sauron in his fair form of Anatar. Season 2 will explore the actual forging of the Rings of Power, the Seven for the Dwarves, the Nine for Men, and the Three for Elves, and the One Ruling Ring, likely culminating in Celebrimbor learning the deception of Sauron and crafting the One Ring. Season 3 will cover the war between the Elves and Sauron, as Sauron alleges his claim on the Rings, but the Elves will resist him. Season 4 will shift back to Numenor, where Sauron is taken hostage in Numenor, but turns the Numenorians against the Valar in their vain attempt to overcome death. This season may culminate in the drowning of Numenor, the downfall of Sauron, his return to Mordor, and Galadriel and Celeborn taking up rule in Lothlorien as a strategic move against Sauron. In season five, we will see the end of the Second Age. Gilgalad, Elendil, Isildur march against Sauron and Mordor. Isildur will cut the Ring from Sauron's hand, and the board is now set for the Third Age to begin. Now, in Tolkien's writings, all of that happened in about three thousand five hundred years over the whole course of the Second Age. That's a long time especially if you're a mortal like a human or a dwarf, but not for an elf. For this reason, the showrunners decided to compress the timeline of the second age. This is a decision that I understand from a creative storytelling perspective. However, from a Tolkien lore perspective, and understanding the major theme of the fleetingness of life and death as a gift, I think that the decision to compress over 3,000 years of second age details into the lifespan of one Numenorian, even though it is roughly 500 years, is a tragedy of rings of power. That said, I'm willing to give Rings of Power the benefit of the doubt and see how all five seasons play out. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at More of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember and all those who wander are lost.